Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Hello, everyone. Today we're going to go back to the Old Testament, to a book that is very rarely read, not studied a whole lot, and is kind of seemingly insignificant as far as our lives are concerned. But after studying this book last week, I discovered there are things in here that we as Christians need in our lives. We need to know these things. We need to be aware of these things. But I also noticed in this book, America, and that saddens my heart because America is a great nation. It is God's nation. He is the one that instituted this nation, that set up the laws for it, and now we are turning our back on everything that he has brought forth from this nation. We're going to the book of Obadiah. It's only one chapter. It's very short. Now, Obadiah was a prophet. But his prophecy was a little different than most of the prophets. Most of the prophets from the Old Testament gave warning to Israel. They were constantly warning the people to change their ways, to repent, and to turn back to God, and to do life the way he wanted it done. Obadiah didn't do that. Obadiah brought judgment call against the, t- the country of Edom. Now, Edom was a nation that had been brought together by the descendants of Esau. Esau was a twin brother to Jacob. They had always been rivals with each other. Esau had sold his birthright to Jacob. Jacob got the blessing of of their father instead of Esau, and there was much hatred between them. For many years, Jacob actually left the country. But one day God brought him back. He told him to return. When he did, he and Esau come to terms with each other. But there was still always that niche there, that envy. And so Esau set forth and formed his own nation, and it was called Edom. In the book of Obadiah, in verse 3, we read, The pride of your heart has deceived you, you who live in the clefts of the rock, in your lofty dwelling who say in your heart, Who will bring me down to the ground? Though you soar aloft like the eagle, though you nest, your nest is set among the stars, from there I will bring you down, declares the Lord. Edom had brought their nation and built, been built on a mountain. Their capital actually was built in a rock. 
and there was only one way in and the same way out. They felt themselves indisposable. They didn't think anybody could touch them because they were up near the stars. You see, they had gotten this sense of pride that they were a nation that could not be tampered with. They could not fall. But God said a little something different, didn't he? You see, God hates pride. So many nations have it, and I see it in America. We think we are invincible, that no one can touch our armies because we have a great army. No one can do anything to us. There is not going to be a war on our land. But is God saying something different to us? In the book of Obadiah, God reveals to the people of Edom their sin of pride. And there were four things that they had great sin over. The first one was the fact that they did nothing to help Judah. Now, Judah was actually part of their country, their nation. I mean, Edom, Esau was a Jew, so they were Jews. Judah was a Jew, but yet they did nothing to help them. And I see in America where we have turned our backs so many times on Israel, Because we don't think they're of any use. But God says different. You know, the the best thing that Trump did in his presidency was he made Jerusalem the capital of Israel. That pleased God, I think. Because that's where his capital is going to be in the kingdom to come. It will be a new Jerusalem. It will come down out of heaven. But Jerusalem is the capital. And Israel is very important in our history. Israel is very important in today's happenings. Because everything that happens in the world surrounds Israel. People hate Israel. They don't want to do anything to help them. They want them to suffer. The second thing was that The Edomites rejoiced when Judah suffered. We do that also in this land. When another country is suffering so many times, we rejoice over it. Well, you deserve it. You got it. We don't pay attention to the fact that there are people hurting there, that there are souls dying and going to hell. We only think about ourselves and what that means in our lives. The third thing they did is they took advantage and they looted Judah. After Judah had been captured by Babylon, the Edomites went in and they looted the land of Judah. Now, That much goes with what's going on in the world today, isn't it? 
You don't even have to be hurting for them to come in and loot you. If they decide they want to burn your business down, they burn it down. And they go in and they get whatever they want. They walk in a store. They walk out with tons and tons of merchandise looting it. That's a popular thing today. But God said, I'm going to come against you for all of this. The last thing they did is they joined in up with other nations in attacking Judah. Whoever came in and attacked at Israel, they was right there with them. They would kill people, and the people that they didn't kill, they would turn over to the countries that was against them for them to be held in captivity. But God's hand was still on Israel. Because that's his chosen country. That is his chosen people. And he wasn't going to let Edom get away with this. Now, in the world, we look at what's happening in the world and we say, well, they're getting away with it today. They're doing whatever they want to. And nobody seems to be able to stop them. There are a lot of people in the world that doesn't believe in God's judgment on this earth while we're still here. God still judges just like he did in the Old Testament. And his judgment is just and it is real. He come against the Edomites. Is he coming against America for our sins of pride? Because we think we are top dog Nobody can come against us. Nobody can harm us because we're the best at everything. He, God said, I'll bring you down. I'll bring you down to the ground. And you can't do anything about it. But then there's the other side of this. There are people who tell me, well, that book doesn't have anything to do with my everyday life I'm here to tell you it has plenty to do with your life you see do you have the sin of turning the head when somebody is in need of help do you not want to help the family of God someone that's in trouble someone that's hurting do you turn away from them That's pride. Do you rejoice when others are hurting? You say, well, they got what they deserved. Hey, if I got what I deserved from God, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. But God is faithful to me. He watches over me. He leads me and guides me. But it's up to me. Am I going to do the things his way? Or am I going to follow my own path? And am I going to be happy when other people are hurting? That's wrong. Plain and simple. Wrong. Are you trying to take advantage of people? 
There's a lot of people in this world that are doing that. They simply take advantage of the situation and they jump right in there, hoping to gain something for themselves. That's our sin of pride. Are you joining with others and gossiping about others? Telling people this one done that and this one did this and and they're no good and why should we help them? God pays attention to what we do, what we say, who we're with, who we help. You see, God hates all these sins. He doesn't hate you. He hates your sin. And he wants you to get rid of it. And he has given you, if you have accepted Christ as your Savior, he has given you the tool that will help you to do that and to say, I'm not going to be that person any longer. I'm not going to be the one who does nothing, sits back and rejoices when others hurt, take advantage of people, even go out and talk about them to other people. I'm not going to be that person. He's given you the Holy Spirit And that is part of his job, is to give you strength, to give you courage, to say, no, I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to do things the way God tells me to do. That's what God loves to hear. And the sweetest words to his ears is, please help me, because I don't know how to do this. I've come to learn that in my life. I'm often having to tell him, I simply don't know how to do it. So please help me. And he does. He comes in and he shows me a way. He gives me a thought. He gives me the courage to do it. And in the end, I'm the one that gets blessed Because I live a life that's pleasing to him. I live a life that shows his light in me to the world. And others notice a difference in me. That's what he wants to do in your life. I encourage you this week, read the book of Obadiah. It's only one chapter. It's not long reading, but you may gain some knowledge about yourself as well as this nation because God wants to do something supernatural in our lives and he can't do it as long as you and I let pride stand in the way. I hope you have a blessed week and I hope you'll learn something from the Old Testament, a book that's rarely taught, rarely read, but has a world of knowledge in it, the book of Obadiah. Bye for now.